Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. Yes, it coached me through that. Yep, you got it. It's been. I, a, I am with my eyes. You see that? Well, yeah, it's been a little while again. I know it has, but you know what? Life and off season. Yeah, like get off our back, right? I mean, we're we're in the off season. We're just you know hanging out. There's nothing we have to talk about. And, well, maybe there is. I mean, there are things happening. There are things happening. Uh, there has been some high drama on the Golden Plains that we will get into. Uh, but we are here for the foreseeable future, switching it up a little bit. We we plan to have kind of a a weekly rotation of things where, like, okay, here's a like deep dive study, and here's a news and notes, and here's an around campus. And we had this idea to do these these weekly, you know, tri-weekly, I don't know, is that a word? I have no idea what that means. Like every other three It was a good idea, weeks. though. Yeah, to, to do, like, stories happening on campus because in our early days last year, we had a great episode about how, like, students were playing with squirrels on Vanderbilt's campus, and there were all these fun things happening. The Oscar Wienermobile was visiting Starkville. I mean, everyone wants to hear these things. So we were doing some research into what's happening on campus, and what did we find? Nothing. There's nothing happening. There's nothing happening like, interesting on campuses besides like COVID numbers. And I would not file that in the folder of interesting. Right. That's just me. Right. Uh, and there, there's a surprising lack of hot dog automobiles rolling through town. So so we decided, you know what? Scrap it. We're not going to fool with that. We're not going to do that. And we, we've called a, a, an audible here. And we've decided, you know what, we're going to uh, do a sermon series, so to speak, and really do a deep dive into a particular part of SEC culture. Are you okay there? You're spilling, <laughs> you're spilling beverage on the microphone. I was just trying to swirl it. Yeah, you you got all up in And it got in my swirl. eye. Yeah, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, anyway, we're doing this sermon series on mascots and we're going to be all up in mascots for the next like seven or eight weeks what are your thoughts we i just want to just kind of note with the word sermon we will not be preaching no but i think it's the the context of strap in this is where we're going to camp out for a little bit and just get comfy right get your coffee out in the foyer Mm. uh come in find a buddy say hi you know well you know when you say sermon series i envision you know like a uh, a bumper trailer video, like a, a bumper video. So what would our, our mascots bumper video look like every week? Well, I think you would have all the mascots like running out of tunnels and then onto the field and they like run to like the middle of the field. And then right when they're about to run into each other, there's like a big explosion Whoa. and it says mascots. Oh, I think that's a lot. You, see, me and the SEC. See, I feel like that's like a, a movie trailer. Now, yeah. You know, like sermon series trailers, they're like very inspirational. And they like. What's not fade. inspirational about mascots running out in the field and running and into their fiery boom. death? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if Ugga. Actually, if they'd be running out and Ugga would be halfway there because he wouldn't get there in time. What we're going to do is is several weeks, and, and we're not really like unveiling what we're doing every week because we, we kind of know, but we'll probably change it because that's just what we do. So what we're doing this week is just an overview of the idea of mascots. We're going to talk about our expectations of what good and bad mascots are and, and maybe use some examples along the way with that. But it's just a way to get our feet wet a little bit in, in this mascot territory. That's right. And so I think Ben, as our residential um, history teacher, has right. brought some history of mascots for us. So mascots have been around for a long time, but maybe not as long as you think. Uh 
there is, I don't know, do, do you have a guess at how long mascots have been around? I feel like most things go back to um, like Yale, Harvard, turn of the century. Yeah, it's that second industrial revolution period. Sure. Yeah, so if I had to put a name sure. on it. Sure. I think I'm envisioning more like um, a separate piece. Do you remember that novel? No. Okay. Good talk. Okay. <laughs> like turn of the century kind of like Yale, Harvard, Ivy's go and find a random bulldog. Late eighteen hundreds. Sure. Yeah. And when we talk about mascots, we we really in this vein we're talking about them as, as very much a leisure symbol, right? Something that uh, represents the the hopes and dreams of a certain organization or a certain group of people. But in fact, mascots have been around in war situations and in military uh, environments for a long time. Okay. Uh, if we go back even, you know, before uh, America's history, you've seen regiments of troops and, and groups of troops, uh, soldiers have animal mascots. This is not something that would be unfamiliar. Like a dog, like they'd have like a pet dog. The troop would have Absolutely. like a pet dog. Yeah, That's so cute. And if you I look at that, and if you look at the Civil War, for instance, we've had there were dogs used, horses for for sure. Yeah. Uh, you had a story about an eagle that won. Uh, Regiment from, I believe, Rhode Island. That may not be true, but they called it Old Abe. Oh, that's uh, and uh, the, the Old Abe would fly over uh, the Confederate armies and screech as uh, like a warning that they were about to, you know, get eagled or something like that. So that's the original War Eagle. That's right. Like. That's right. Eat your heart out, Auburn. Eat your heart out. Yeah, that's right. Phrase. It seemed, <laughs> seemed odd at the feel time. Feel weird. Eat your heart it didn't out. Didn't feel right. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Old Abe. Just a little bit of a story about the eagle. Um, died in a courthouse fire. Really? Yeah, it's very sad. And then they like recovered his body. Uh, stuffed it and mounted it and then um, put it in a courthouse and the courthouse burned down. Good night. What's happening in Rhode Island? They I, need I don't to know. fireproof those courthouses. That's right. I don't know if it's Rhode Island. I just uh, picked, I just <laughs> honestly just I picked the, a state. I was like, so I don't need to blame Rhode Island. No, but That's you can. still like really tragic. It's very see. sad. Poor old Abe. Uh, but donkeys, gamecocks, right? South Carolina yeah. hens, sheep, raccoons, camels, all of these have been used. As mascots uh, in a military situations, there's the classic story uh, in World War One of one Sergeant Stubby. Do you know anything about Sergeant Stubby? Um, no. I so don't. you have a group of soldiers training to go off to fight. They're from Connecticut. I know this to be true, and they're about to be shipped off. And the, a, a dog comes into the camp, and this dog has like no no tail. For you know, a lot of dogs have. Okay. Who knows where the tail went? But anyway. Dog comes in, has a little stub tail, and the uh, one of the soldiers, one of the privates, uh, wants to adopt this dog. Sure. And uh, have it to be a part of the group, right? It's mm -hmm. some sort of like emotional support or whatnot. And as commanding officer was like, okay, he can stay, but I better not notice that there's a dog here at all. Oh, like okay. I need to see him as though he is part of the crew right? right so they train stubby to in essence be a part of the crew they they teach the dog how to walk on its hind quarters what i know right can you imagine no. and even like lift one of his arms up a little bit as though he was saluting like a nazi salute was okay no calm two? down <laughs> calm down what war was this, this world war one first oh, okay. of all so wait, that wasn't here yet okay, okay, okay calm okay. down we don't have nazi dogs but still <laughs> that we know of stop Right, <laughs> stop it right now. Although Piper probably would be. I was going to say fascist. Piper would be 
terrible. Yeah, that's right. But any front lines. But anyway, Stubby uh, is sent off. They 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 go to um, they go to France to fight in the trenches of World War mm-hmm. One. Stubby comes with, and they find out the dogs are extremely helpful in the trenches because if a soldier stood up full length in the trench, the the opponents on the other side very well snipers could cut them off. Mm-hmm. So it was very very dangerous. So Stubby, they would like connect little messages to Stubby. And he would run through the trenches with those messages to another side just as a communication oh. technique. When the soldiers would go up top and over the wall and over the trench to try to invade the other side, uh, which would usually not go well. Someone would be hurt in what was called no man's land. Mm-hmm. Stubby, after the battle and after the, the, the fight would kind of calm down, would run into no man's land carrying little medical supplies oh in his little like pouch. And he would run in like the the soldiers that would hurt could like doctor their wounds. Like, they should make a movie about this. They did. They did. 2018, there was a movie that came out called Sergeant Stubby, and I have the movie poster in my classroom. Oh, how do I not know any of this? But the best story is this one. So then Stubby, there a man wanders into the American camp, mm-hmm. and he like comes in, he's hurt, and they like treat him for his wounds and such. And then one night, Stubby walks into well, the room where this gentleman is. They think it's an American soldier who's hurt. And the American private starts speaking German oh. in Stubby's presence. Now, if you know America was fighting Germany in World War One, right. Stubby does not recognize the language, starts barking and goes crazy, and they figure out that he's a spy. Oh. And Stubby saves the day. Oh, my goodness. I thought you were going to say that Stubby licked the wound and it healed. Well, he may have done that, too. We can't say for sure. But then Stubby ends up um, being sent home. He's actually elevated to the rank of sergeant, which is technically ahead of the person who adopted him in the first place. Mm-hmm. So that soldier has to salute Stubby when he like, walks in. I would salute Stubby. Who would not, right? right? And Stubby went on to be the official mascot of Georgetown University, the Hoyas, <gasps> where he would go around uh, the football games and bark and cheer and uh, just do mascot things like we're going to talk about. Well, now I love Georgetown. I know, right? That's Stubby, what a story. Well, Stubby eventually died, sadly. Yeah, he wasn't and, invincible. No, no, not quite. In life. Right. And then Stubby was uh, stuffed, preserved. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, this is what happens. I know. I just don't like hearing things being stuffed after life, but it's fine. Go ahead. Do you know what embalming means? Yeah, when a I know. Is... I don't. I just don't like to think about it. Okay, but fine. Continue. Uh, and Stubby is uh, today. You could still visit Stubby in the Smithsonian uh, Museum of American History. He's in the World War One exhibit, and you really? can see his Maybe taxidermy. I've seen them. You probably have <gasps> his taxidermy corpse. You could visit in Washington D.C. Have you seen that? I have. Oh, it was did you salute? I did. I shed, I shed a tear. And shed a tear. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just one. Just one. So what mascot today is up to stubby standards? Well, that's going to be our question, right? Because we have laid an incredibly powerful baseline. <laughs> I guess so. For these SEC mascots to try to. And, and our discussion won't, at least today, won't be just SEC mascots. Uh, but, you know, we have to find um, a, a mascot that is willing to reach the, the heights of, of where stubby Reached in World War One. We'll have to check out the movie too. Maybe have a little movie night. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Really? I know it's very sad. Okay. It came out the 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 spring right before we moved to oh, Georgia. Okay. That's when it came out. Gotcha. Uh, but in any case, uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about just a little bit with this history down. 
Like, what makes mascots special? One other piece of history I want to give you, and then we'll we'll get to our discussion on on what we really want from uh, from mascots. They really the the idea of a mascot really came into pop culture for the first time. It was based on a French opera in the 1880s called La Mascotte. Okay. Imagine that, right? That's sure. what it was called, the mascot. We had a farmer who was very down on his luck, having a tough time. I was visited by a girl named Bettina. And when mm. she appeared, all of his fortunes started to improve. Okay. So that opera became uh, very much commonplace in French society. And at that point in history, Paris was really the center of popular culture, and everybody wanted to be Paris. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's when the Eiffel Tower was built, kind of in that period. So uh, this idea of a mascot kind of kind of grew out of that period and combined with the military history uh it became something that, you know, as football teams and college football grew, they started to care a lot about what good luck they could have mm-hmm. and what advantage they could have through a mascot. And here we are today. All right. So, like, then it was just a symbol of luck, which I don't know if a mascot's a symbol of luck right now. Well, I don't know. It depends on the, I think it depends on the mascot. Yeah. Right. And uh, kind of to, to see what uh, what Juju comes out of that yeah mascots existence. I feel like mascots now are like Americanized and like with capitalism and it's like just marketing tool. <laughs> is that well, cynical? That, that is extremely cynical <laughs> and all the magic and wonder that we have created through the Sergeant Stubby story and you have just pooped on. So. That's true. That's true. I'm sorry. But I'm you're sorry. not wrong. I think it is a way <laughs> as we see a certain company that we buy a lot of t-shirts from it is a way to generate cash uh, and monies as well, but, you know, such is life, right? That's the nature of college football. That's true. All right, so let's get into what makes a good mascot. I mean, obviously, we all want a stubby, right? Like, we that that would be, like, the ideal mascot. I mean, you're kind of obsessed now, right? I mean, a little bit. Yeah. How can you not be? It's a great story. Yes. Yeah. Except for the stuffing part. I can't get that out of my head, but that's fine. So I have a list of, like, a couple of things that I feel like makes a good mascot. Um, and we kind of just go back and forth with this. Does mm-hmm. that sound good? Okay. Sure. So the first one is you want it to be aggressive, but not too scary. Okay. Okay. All so right. like you need it to not be like a worm. Yeah. Right. But is you, a worm scary? You, right. What, what do you mean? That's by, what I'm saying. It's okay. not aggressive. Okay. Like a worm is not, you don't, sure. there's like, are there any fight fighting deer? Uh, no, but if worms being aggressive, I've seen the movie Tremors. Is and, that a big worm? Have you not seen Tremors? I'm sure I have. I oh watch gosh. those movies all the time. What are you doing? Like, you can't, like, why do you look impatient with me right now? <laughs> I don't want you to describe the movie t- Tremors to me right you now. You don't know Tremors? No, I do. They, like, <laughs> murmur, 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 and then they come out of the ground. They tremor. And then they, they come out of the ground. <laughs> Isn't that what that movie's not? Who is Michelle in that? Pfeiffer. No. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer? Who is in that movie? Like, in a great, like, supporting role. Michelle, I don't no, know. No, not Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh, um, uh. Yeah, if you don't know this, you don't know Jeff the movie. Goldblum. I'm not even going to tell. He would have been good in that movie, though. He would have. But uh, he was not in that movie. <laughs> Do you know anyone in that movie? No. Okay, I'm I just don't gonna know le- what a trimmer is. I'm just going to leave it here and, like, be very frustrated with the fact that, you know, it's, like, one of my top five to ten movies. Really? Yes. Trimmers. Yes. Whatever. Okay, well, they would not make a good mascot, according to me. 
I think the worms in that movie would be a good mascot. Are they aggressive but not scary? Uh, they're pretty scary. Okay, well, see, they might be too scary because you don't have like the fighting ghosts or like the fighting vampires. They but might what's be too the, scary. Why do you not want a? Why do you not want a scary mascot? Because then children can't. This is where you get the marketing thing. Ah. Because then children, like our own child, who's obsessed with mascots right now, mm-hmm. can't like buy a fun t-shirt that says like the fighting you know um monsters the fighting monsters i trying to think of something that was too scary <laughs> what was that what would be something that would be too scary uh, like serial killers uh the spiders well there is yeah, a spider yeah we're looking at you richmond i know but they're the only ones it's not like that's it's true. like that's super common yeah have you ever seen their like little spider mascot i choose not to acknowledge it it is not a thing it looks like halloween costume it's mm-hmm. not scary at all yeah well so and that may be what you want right you want something that's aggressive a spider in nature is aggressive but you got to cartoonify it a little bit correct so you want to go like good ones are birds right because they can be aggressive birds are terrifying right mm-hmm. but they're not like i'm gonna have nightmares about birds unless um, you watch that movie well that's true uh louisville's mascot is a cardinal with teeth. Right. And then, so this leads to my next one. They have to be anatomically correct. Okay. Because that just, honestly, it's just because it gets on my nerves. Yeah. It's not really because of anything else besides birds don't have teeth. Right. That's weird. Right. Why does that bird have teeth? You know, it's something that growing up in Kentucky, I never really thought about. It's like, it's just natural for, you know, that's our state bird as well. You don't question it. You know, it's a, a bit of heresy to do that. But looking back, it's now, it's now a little creepy. It's like, it is. What you doing with those chompers there, It's Louisville? weird. Right? It's weird. So if it's not aggressive, now they're, they're, this is the caveat, okay. right? If it's not aggressive, it can, you have to make it comical. Okay. All right, this is where I'm looking at Big Red. Okay. okay. So Western Kentucky, your hometown-ish mm-hmm. area. Right. Um, They have a mascot called Big Red. Yes. And he is literally a big red blob. It's supposed to be a mountaintop. It's a hilltop. A hilltop. Yes. Because they're the hilltoppers. That would be it. Okay. Yes. Because. Why it, is it red? I don't know. Why not? I mean, what are you going to do? Like have some dress. <laughs> yeah. Like what do you want? A mound of dirt? I mean, that's that's basically your option. So you do have to like take a, a little bit of a spin on it or a different take on it. I read that the reason they made Big Red was because they didn't want to feed into any Appalachian stereotypes. Well, I don't think they're doing that. I think they're doing (laughs) other things. Uh, But it's comical, right? I think of the Stanford tree. Yes, that's another one. And and I've read stories about how the students who would be the mascots of the Stanford tree, like several of them uh, came to work, so to speak, drunk. And they were they're drunk while being the Stanford well, you tree. Know that which that... you honestly, if you look at the Stanford tree, who would know the difference, right? Because True. It, it's he just looks like... drunk even if you weren't. He's very but much you know so. that tree that we we think of with that, that's not the official mascot. That's literally just a student. That's not like the official mascot costume. What, for Stanford? Yes. There's like a different one. I mean, they're the trees, what? but that one that we think of that looks drunk. I've read that that's not the official. Well, what's the official one? I don't know. I now we're talking about another like, uh, like, uh, costumed figure. Yes. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never heard that, and it's a little insulting and, and sad. That but that he, might be why yeah. he shows up drunk sometimes because he's like, not really me. on the job. I guess not. <laughs> he's not official. I've never seen the real one. I'll have to look into that. I don't think that's right. Really? Yeah. I don't okay. think that's well, right. You y'all can fact check me. Okay. Um, another thing is 
live mascots yes. are a plus. Yeah, so that that's what fascinates me is everybody's got the cartoon, right? right. Everybody's got the one that's a cartoon. Uh, whether it be a tiger or bulldog, you got the you know the ones that are incredibly common, and they all themselves look different. I love me a live mascot. In fact, give me a mascot with lungs, and I am in. Oh, lungs! Right. Yes, I, like as if, opposed to well, those mascots that are are like costumes. Oh, that's what makes you alive is lungs, is what you're saying. That is something <laughs> that is true. Is that if live beings have to have lungs? Listen, I look a big red. I know that's not big red, right? That's right. that's that's Troy or Devin. Right or oh. Chad oh. inside of that. There's some names. Okay. Yeah, you know, but when I look at Smokey, I'm like, man, you are pure Tennessee. That's true. So I'm a big fan of the live mascots. So pluses for live mascots are dogs. I okay. mean, I just feel like that's just if you're a live mascot and a dog, top notch. Is it a bit overdone? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. I think it's one of those things that's like I'm never going to be mad about a live. Dog mascot. Am right. I ever going to be like, oh, you're so basic? Yeah. Besides Mississippi State's bulldog. Yeah. Then I think I'm not going to be. Is it interesting that schools that are dogs have live dogs, but you don't? I to to my knowledge, thank you right now, all the schools that are cats, and there's a lot of different ones. There's no live cats. Big Mike. Big LSU? Mike LSU, but not at the game. I'm talking about oh, like at well, the game. Oh, well, that's because they're crazy. Yeah, but not all cats. I mean, you could have... All cats are crazy. Yeah, that's true. All cats are crazy. Yeah. So, so what's your favorite live mascot? Well, I'm trying to think. So animals, right? Because we'll cross the bridge into As like... As opposed to what other live things? People. Oh, well, yeah, but that's someone in costume still. I still think... No, it's they... not. They're not in co- well. They're in costume, but they're not in like a cartoony costume. I know, but if someone's dressed as a mountaineer, okay. that's the same thing well, we'll as someone dressed as Big Red. No, not true. Oh, okay, we'll not argue about that all. in a minute. I'm talking about animals. Okay, so I have to go with Colorado's Ralphie. Mm. Uh, I mean, have you ever seen the people try to wrangle him? Yes, it's good terrifying. luck. And I, I feel like we need to deep dive in Ralphie. And Colorado can be like a a adopted member of the SEC that episode because I've heard their training for it is absolutely nuts. And I mean, why wouldn't it be looking at that? Yeah. So I'm going with I'm going with Ralphie, uh, the mascot for uh, Colorado. I'm going with Bevo, who will soon be in the SEC. Right. Uh, the Longhorn Steer for Texas. Sir. Yes. Yes. That's a- right. Sorry. AKA Assassinator attempt on Uga yeah. a couple of years ago. We don't talk about um, that. And then if I had to, to pick a third one. Um, I don't know. I, those two to me stand out. I think there's probably a couple that if I dug into my brain a little bit, I could I could pull out. Uh, but I think I'm going to stick with those two right now. Those are I just don't want to get the obvious ones. You know, we're going to do a lot ones? of SEC. Oh, the, like the other. So right. I'm going to pull out a couple of like deep dive okay. ones. Okay. Yeah. So we got Eastern New Mexico. Oh, everyone's been there. <laughs> they have the Greyhounds. They're okay. the Greyhounds. And they nice. have two Greyhounds. Vic and Tori. Okay, I'm, you get it? I'm here. I'm Victory. here. Uh, that's very clever. Can you imagine like starting a game and like two greyhounds are just like spinning on the fields? I think that'd be spinning really... like yeah. in a circle, or yeah, running like, around. Yeah, like just running around. Okay, I thought when you said spinning, they're like running, chasing okay, their tails, no, no, which no. maybe they're doing that. And then there's Washington. Yes, has Dubs, listen, which I like that name. Listen, Huskies. I mean, when we're talking dog breeds, like there's something about Huskies. There's like I don't know. There's something about Huskies. They got that magic to them. Oh, you like Huskies. Uh, there's like something about them that the r- regality of, the, of of Huskies 
Is it's this like because they, of your new Washington Husky shirt that you have? Uh, that would be UConn. Oh. <laughs> uh, and, and no, the answer is no. No, there's like a uh, a Washington and Connecticut. The Huskies are a little different. Like Washington's Husky has the like the black fur, kind okay. of the black white. UConn's is like straight up white. Another one that I think is interesting is SMU. Okay. So what's their mascot? The Mustangs. The Mustangs. So they have a Shetland pony. Uh, say that word again. Shetland. Shetland. Okay. I pony. just wanted to make sure that you. Um, so we t- which we... is interesting that they did not choose an actual Mustang. <laughs> right. <laughs> they passed on that. So like, do you remember in Lexington when they had a new high school? And mm-hmm. they had to pick a mascot for it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And they wanted to pick something horse-related because it's Lexington. Right. And so they were going to go with the... Was it the Mustangs? No, the Stallions. Oh, the Stallions. That's right. But then people got really upset because yes. they said it was sexist. Yes. <laughs> because the word stallion is... I guess if you're a stallion, that means you're solely used for breeding. You're a boy horse with an agenda. Right. <laughs> so they ended up changing it to thoroughbreds. Yes. So there's a, I just want to say there's a lot of political what, things I, with horse names. I don't think they're the thoroughbreds, though. I think they're the Broncos. Oh, really? I think that's their name. Oh, I thought they were the thoroughbreds. I don't know. Someone fact check that. Another one is... Frederick Douglass High School. Um, what is um, Mur- Murray State? Yes. What are they? The racers. Now, that it was the exact same thing. Okay. Is that they wanted to be something horse-related, but that was the least political one. I see. Was yeah. racers. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. I just... Uh, anyways. SMU Shetland Pony's name is Peruna. What does that mean? What does that mean? It is a tonic from the Prohibition. If that's not the most <laughs> SMU thing. <laughs> the Methodists are getting wild. <laughs> Don't sleep on the Methodists. My, and then just my... um. Uh, second tier ones are the horses. Those yeah. are very cool if you've seen them. So I'm talking Renegade from Florida State. Right. Very cool. Right. And then Traveler from USC. Yes. Like they're good very, call. like you see those and it's like, that is cool. That's a good call. Yeah, I like that. All right. So the next category. Yeah. Ready? Regional slash meaningful. I feel like you should get extra points. So are you talking in this case about there is some sort of cultural impact or a cultural connection yes. to the, the local culture to your... Correct. Yeah, so okay. your I'll mascot. go ahead and say for my Georgia Bulldogs, you know, not a whole lot of... I mean, I could pull... I could stretch it. Don't stretch it. Don't but, embarrass you know, yourself. No. There's just not... So what are some like regional or meaningful ones that you think of? Well, off the top of my head, you have to think of the lizards down in florida what is that, that the, gators? the gators yes yeah. that's true there okay. was someone at the the basketball game today uh what florida played which the sign was like your mascot is a lizard <laughs> which i don't know why i found that funny but i did but I, it makes sense right gators uh in florida and the everglades uh gainesville's not really in the everglades but it's close enough so mm-hmm. i props to florida for for keeping that of course uh, Florida State, also the Seminoles, and that, that gets into a whole other category of mm-hmm. discussion. Uh, but you have a connection to the history of your region. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma with the Sooners uh, also has that historical cultural connection. So mm-hmm. Texas Longhorns. I mean, I feel like there's a lot out there. Um, uh, the uh, Tennessee Volunteers, right? The, right? Another historical connection. Yeah. I think that you should just get bonus points for that. I think it is just a shout out to creativity and originality and uh 
uh, it, it is uh, it is something I think to be to be celebrated. So uh, so I thought about the Mountaineers, West Virginia Mountaineers, which we already talked about, and then Hawaii. Yes. So they have their they're the rainbows. Rainbow Warriors. Right, the mm-hmm. Rainbow Wars, and then they have Vili. That's probably not how you say it. Vili. It's V I L I. What is Vili? He's the warrior. So he ah. is that um, uh, Polynesian warrior. Oh, oh. Okay. And they have a res- uh, uh, mascot. I never stay up at two them. in the morning to watch Hawaii <laughs> home games. So I'm, I'm But that's out something on that. that's very regional. Like you wouldn't have the, um, you know, Tennessee Vili warrior. Yeah. All right. Next one. The no chance to be problematic one. Okay. Okay. So this made me think of that community episode. Did you do you watch Community? No, I've not. I don't think you have, which is really sad. Yeah. It's a great show. I acknowledge it. But it's about this community college and they are coming up with a mascot. And it's what yeah. I think about this actually all the time, which is weird. Um, but they're coming up with a mascot, but they can't be problematic. And okay. they end up with just this guy in one of those white or like gray, I think it's like gray suit, like bodysuit, and it has like blank eyes and like blank features, and it's like absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And it's like, we are the community college human beings, right. and it's like absolutely ridiculous. But there is a statement there that, you know, you don't want your um your your mascot to um have to turn into the the, you know, Washington football team. That's right. 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 So what are some ones that you think of when you think of like, ooh, that was problematic or maybe still is problematic? Sure. There's examples of ones that have changed before. Right. Uh, You know, for example, Syracuse used to be the Orangemen. And that was. Oh, really? mm -hmm. And so that was through the early 2000s. I feel like through high school, Syracuse was the Orangemen. Yeah, there you go. So they they (laughs) dropped them in and now they're just the orange. Which is great because their mascot is adorable. It's Otto the Orange. It's like a giant orange. Right. It's one of my food category. Oh, okay. Of mascots. There you go. So that kind of fits well, I think. Um, you also have uh, mascots that the the whole genre of the Native American mascots is something that is certainly a lively discussion topic and something that can be addressed and looked at of the the kind of the balance between preserving or honoring honoring legacy and also appropriating cultural traits to make bukus of money. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned the two horses um, at Florida State and USC. You know, Florida State's is obviously the Seminole for each game. He runs out, I forget, I think Chief Osceola, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. He runs out with the flaming torch and plants at the 50-yard line, which cool. is objectively cool. Yes. But then you also have to question, like, is this an appropriation of, of Seminole um, – culture and history and mm-hmm. i think that's where like these these schools that still have mascots in their culture that revolves around a subjugated group i think when it's like a group that historically has not been i mean you can look at like oklahoma state and the cowboys mm-hmm. it's a little broader than like a native american group obviously that historically over time has been subjugated and marginalized right. so that that's right. where like the people that ask like well, why is this the case that they can do this but not this? I think it comes down to that. I think it's more interesting discussion is like with Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, mm-hmm. and and what what was the kind of the roots of that nickname? Honestly, I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's such a cultural element of Notre Dame. You couldn't ever imagine them changing their their mascot, and and there have been minor calls for that, but nothing major, oh, such as Native American groups. Yeah. So, 
And it seems like some of the schools have made easier transitions out of problematic mascots. Like you said, Syracuse with the orange. Yeah. Like I didn't even know that. Right. right. But then you have Ole Miss, which is just struggling to find some kind of mascot to well, replace. Well, at least they're on field mascot. I mean, right. like that's, you know, there's other places that have had that, you know, the that Southern gentleman, like, mm-hmm. and that's not the subjugated group. So it's, it's so, it's such a, I think it's a difficult thing to navigate, but it has to also be a, a situation for each individual example. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can say, oh, that is, is something you have to take away. For example, UNLV, they are the running rebels. Oh, okay. And that's probably, and again, I don't know exactly the story of how they come to came to be called that, but I think it's a different context than Ole Miss. Okay. Right? So, uh, well, Mississippi just struggles in general with that. Well, yeah, I mean, so I, mean, so I think Las Vegas was not part of the Confederacy, right? So, so I think you have to look at every one of these as, as an individual example. I think that um, you know, especially when they're called the same thing, I, you know, Redskins is a little bit more overt than Chiefs or Braves, mm-hmm. in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of look at it. I think in, in each individual case. Uh, but I think it's good and appropriate to have those conversations. I don't think you want to just sweep them mm-hmm. under the rug and say, no, this is not something we want to examine and look at. Right, right, definitely. I'm just glad that we're the Bulldogs. Yeah, that kind of eases it up a little it bit, does. right? Yeah, and our Bulldogs are not fully white anymore, <laughs> that, well, which also helps. Well, we'll get into that in the other week, and we'll <laughs> talk about that. But then you, you talk about other mascots like West Virginia, the Mountaineers. Like, that's such a seminal part of their culture that I don't think, like some people have called, like, all mascots need to be animals. Okay. That I don't think that's. PETA does not call for that. Well, no, PETA. Maybe we can have a PETA week <laughs> and talk about PETA in this debate. But I, I think that um, I, I think that misses the boat a little bit because West Virginia, I think, is totally cool and awesome to be the Mountaineers. Right. Because, I mean, you really don't have that. You don't have that at the Power 5 level. That's not something that's represented by any other, uh, any other, um, uh, school, so I think it's it it's to have a blanket call saying like no human mascots. I think that's a bit much because mm-hmm. you can miss out on celebrating your culture. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a minority culture, then I think you need to have the appropriate conversations and context added. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, my next one. Okay, I just got two more. Okay, okay. The next one is it needs to have a good name. Okay, now this one people struggle with, which, you know, I have, we have a five-year-old who names things, mm-hmm. and she's really bad at it. Yeah. You know, and I, as a kid, I remember being really bad at it. I had a stuffed horse, mm-hmm. and I remember, I remember doing this, so I probably was a little too old, um, going up to my mom and being like, this is my stuffed horse. It's whore the horse. Oh, you love know? it. Um, and my love mom was it. like, can't do that. And I was like, why? It's whore the horse. Of course. Like... Anyways, um, so I think that there's like a vast um, majority of people that are really bad at naming things, and I think a lot of them name mascots. And it sounds like you would have been right in that group with <laughs> Whore the Horse. Man, you really <laughs> swung for the fences <laughs> on that one. <laughs> it just made sense to me at the time. Yeah. Um, so, okay, some some good ones that I think that I think are some good ones. Ramses, UNC. Okay, yeah. Great name, right? So they're the Rams, right? Right, right. Ramses, which is like a, um, what's his name? What's what's it called? A uh, emperor? Pharaoh. Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> so he's a pharaoh. 
So like you got two calls there. It's beautiful. I love it. I think that's my top one. They don't really. I don't think North Carolina leans into the Egyptian theme though, do they? But they could I mean, with, with Ramses. You see my shirt on right now? No, I don't. Okay, it's the uh, Southern Illinois Salukis. Oh, yes. Cool Salukis? Shirt. Yeah, Saluki. What's a Saluki? It's a it's a Egyptian dog. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that leans into, sorry, that leads into the- You were mesmerized. It took you a while to lift up your shirt. Well, this is a tight shirt. It just took me a minute. All right, continue. Um, Ralphie, another good one. Yeah, It's a good name. Bevo. Yeah. Great. Right. Cocky. Perfect. Perfect, right? Yeah. Uh, Those are my top four. What Do you have any, like, that come come off the top of your dome for uh, good names? For mascots. Uh, no. Bucky, maybe for Wisconsin. Yes, Bucky I have Bucky down. Yeah, yeah, like Bucky the Badger is really awesome. Um, Boomer Schooner, right there. Boomer Schooner, because of the, the rhyming. Their little cart. Do you know the Maryland turtle is named Testudo? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. I don't either. <laughs> that's just my fun fact. No. Some bad ones, okay? Okay. Wildcat. Uh, you know what? I could see it in your eyes. I could feel it coming. <laughs> Now, here's the thing about Wildcat. Wildcat is great. The eyes will look creepy. Uh, Scratch, who's like the alternate. We could talk about alternate mascots mm-hmm. maybe, too. Scratch is the worst. No one asked for Scratch. Scratch, get out of here. Leave. No one wanted you. But just the name. I mean, yeah. we could do better. I mean, that's like what Maisie's like. Hey, this is my new cat. His name is Cat. And I'm like, okay, well, what's that other cat's name? Cat. Okay. Well, what's okay. that one? You know? Sure. So, um, Jayhawk. That's a name? Yes. That's poor. His name is Jayhawk. Yeah. You can't say that because Wildcat's name is Wildcat. You I can't can say be what I want. Jayhawk. Get out of here. Jayhawk with his big old yellow shoes. Gator. No, it's not Gator. It's Albert. I know. I don't know why I wrote that because it's Albert and Alberta, which is in my couple mascots category. <laughs> okay. Um, so those are my bad ones. I don't okay. know why I wrote Gator. Yeah. Um, then <laughs> there's is... also this. Um... What about Big Al? For Big Alabama. Al. I, it's, what, that's kind of in the middle. What about Aubie? For I, I hate Aubie. Oh, wow. Shots fired. I know. Well, Aubie, the mascot, I have beef with. You know what? Because well, he's a little too big for his britches. Okay, we'll examine that later. You know what my favorite probably is? Hmm. Missouri. Truman. Yes. Now, that is good. There you go. That That's goes good. in the regional, yes. like, meaningful yes. category, too. Harry, Harry Truman was from Missouri. So there's, like, also this, this like, little group of, like, Midwestern white men Okay. <laughs> Which you got like oh, Nebraska with, oh, okay. with Herbie. Yes. You got the corn, like, I guess he's a corn husker. Yeah. I don't know. Texas A&M, Sparty. Wait, hold on. Who's who's Texas A&M? Uh, they have the Aggie. It's like the mascot is a white man. I don't know what, the Aggie. They're like the horse. I thought they had a horse. I don't think, I didn't, I have not I seen know. a horse. They probably have a lot. They can do whatever they want. They have the most beautiful creature Yeah, on we'll Earth. talk about Reveille later, but I'm talking, <laughs> they have like a person mascot too. Okay. That's an Aggie. And, yeah. he, and then you have Oklahoma State. Yeah, so Oklahoma State, first of all, shave, right? That that mascot, <laughs> like the five o'clock shadow is out of control. It's those like uh, Purdue. Any, Purdue Pete's my next one. Okay, any of these mascots that are humans. Mm-hmm. I am not here for like Sparty no one... from Michigan State. Okay, he's fine, but the re- like Oklahoma State, uh, Purdue, Providence, which I know Providence is not a football program, okay. but Providence has the Friar. You talk about nightmare fuel. 
I mean, this guy's like got blonde hair. He's got the little robe over his head, and it's just like this fat face. I'm like, get out of here. I don't need this M. Night Shyamalan creature coming at me. No, but Oklahoma State, it's like a plastic face. Yeah, so those are my large Purdue, Midwestern white men that yeah. I just, I'm, they're not on the top of my list. <laughs> I mean, Oklahoma State, he's like Pistol Pete, first of all. Right. I think he needs to, like, he's okay, but but he does need to shave. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just hating on Pistol Pete. Sorry, he's just going in my category. Okay. I'm just dumping him in that category. Okay. All right, last one is a cool factor. Okay. All right, so yes. like this, if you have a cool factor with it, mm-hmm. then you get extra points too. So riding it on a horse. I mean, that's like a universal cool factor, right? Yeah, it is. Um, boomer Sooner, we'll add that one in there too. Yeah. There's horses involved, even sure. if they topple over sometimes. It's still a very cool great. factor, right? right? Yeah. Anything that involves handlers that look slightly terrified. So, yeah. Ralphie, Bevo, yeah. like we've already talked about. Right. There's a cool factor there that's like, we can't even handle our own mascot. Right. What right. are you going to do with us? Exactly. Right. Uh, can you think of anything else that's like, wow, that's so cool? Well, I think you get to the like the aura and history. So, it's like hist- it's, it's like value-added mascots where the you know the culture and the history behind the mascot. Mm-hmm. Not... And I'm talking like live mascots here, particularly mm-hmm. the dogs that we're going to talk about in the SEC. Like you know, like this is a, this is a celebrity basically coming in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just something very cool. Um, I'm trying to think. I think Oregon's duck is yes. kind of cool because he like rides in on a motorcycle sometimes. And okay. There's like an element of cool. Is there a? Are there two, like a? Is there a two schools in the same state that have a a different level of cool factor? So big than Oregon and Oregon State. What's Oregon State? The Beavers. I mean, oh, name the last cool. time that Oregon State was good in anything. Yeah, that's true. Oregon State, fun fact, made the the Sweet 16 last year in the NCAA tournament. Okay. I was like, Oregon State? I didn't even know. The one thing I know about Oregon State is that Michelle Obama's brother was the basketball coach for a while. Oh, nice. That's a, like that's it. So Oregon, fun fact for Oregon, which is very on brand for Oregon, is that their duck is modeled after Donald Duck. Right, right. Which I didn't know that. It's the only college NCAA mascot that is a brand. It's like modeled hmm. after a brand. Interesting. That they paid for. Well, you know, Oregon is just basically, I mean, they're owned by Nike and Disney. Right. Yeah. Yes, they totally are. So that's, yeah, it's just interesting. Right. So, um, I mean, I think that there's like a, a couple of them and like I would add in Bucky Badger and um is it Bucky the the Buckeye too? They're both Bucky? I don't know. We haven't talked about Ohio State. I know. I think I wrote Bucky Buckeye. Like I'm just not going to I'm not on board with a nut being I mean, I'm just like They're that's, also in my food category. That's I'm just not asking for that. That's I really can't think of it any more cool. I'm trying to like sweep up the ACC. Uh no, okay. St- I, I think his name Sebastian, the oh. Ibis from Miami. He's kind of cool. Oh, okay. So I'll put him in that category too. Okay. And then um uh whatever the tur- whatever the hokey is called, you know, Virginia Tech, which is kind of unique. The turkey? Yeah. The turkey's cool. We're talking cool factor. Yes. Turkeys are really cool. Turkeys are cool. Yes, every time we had turkeys at the old house, you got excited. That's true. You're like turkeys. <laughs> That's true. So don't like turkey hate over here. Um, 
Is that it? Is that all we got? I mean, obviously, I've done a lot. So, I mean, do you really want me to keep going? Is there like anybody that you want to? I feel like you're, you like you're to? yelling into the mic right now. Well, it's because <laughs> I had it twisted very, around. You got and now very I, aggressive. Now I twisted it back around. I have now look. I, I had some couple things about couple mascots and food mascots. Louisiana Lafayette. I tried to figure out what a raging Cajun was, and I never could figure it out. It's a mad person from Louisiana. Obviously. I know, but their mascots like looks like a hot sauce bottle, and it's just weird. I didn't know that. That's fun. <laughs> what? Anything else? You could get super deep dive on mascots. And we will going forward as we're going to focus more on the SEC mascots. That's right. Uh, going forward, uh, we had to to kind of broaden our horizons for this first week. So we are, I, I told you at the beginning we weren't going to like tell you where we're going next, but I think what we're about to do is like a, a bit of a deep dive in some of the more famous uh, live mascots, the ones with lungs. Um, live mascots in the SEC and kind of talk about their history a little bit. Um, you okay there? Sorry, I just saw our time. So yeah. are we going to skip News Minute? Yeah, well, I feel like we'll devote a little bit of a, a special time to that and let the dust settle in Auburn uh, and and talk about uh, what has happened there at a, a, a separate point. I, I, I am a little impressed with myself because if you do remember uh, my predictions, I did predict that Brian Harson would not – uh, or he'd be the the SEC West coach who'd be most likely to not be back next year. Why are you proud? He's still there. I was very close. <laughs> I was very you, you close. You got a little actually, closer. You thinking, and the boosters, I was right? Thinking, uh, well, me and the boosters. The whole the boosters were in it for their reasons, and I had my own reasons for wanting him gone. But he's still here. So we'll talk about him and why you hate Obby so much. I'll talk about that down the road. All day. That's fine. So I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been You, Me, and the SEC. Bye.